OTB Sports Rugby. Don't just take it easy, keep the emotion in check. That's not what sport is about. It's about emotion. It's about singing your national anthem with pride. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB Sports is here in a very snowy County Antrim in partnership with AIB, proud sponsors of the Football, Hurling and Camogie All-Ireland Club Championships. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. Today we're chatting to Roshi McCormack of Lockheel Shamrocks. They're nine in a row champions here in Antrim. They went on to win their first Ulster title since 2015, overcoming their rival Schlock Neil. And they went on to their first ever All-Ireland Final in Crow Park. Roshi McCormick, we're here in Lockheel Shamrocks in County Antrim. Tell me a little bit about the club. I'm sure you have many fond memories out on the pitch here. Oh, no, it's a great club. I'm glad to have you up here in Lockheel. It's a very, very large club and they all love the hurling and Camogie. Um, it's a very small village and plenty of great teams have came through Lockheel in the years and won plenty of medals and I'm glad to say I've been on one of them teams before. Lockheel Shamrocks, it's very much a hurling and Camogie club. There's no football here at all, Roisin. No, there actually used to be football um, plenty of years ago, but our senior hurling team had won the All-Ireland um, a few years around that, and they had ended up opting to go for the hurling area, and we've been very successful ever since, so we've never went back into the Gaelic football. And did you ever play it at all? Um, I did one training session over in a neighbouring club, Glen Ravel, and... Just knew it wasn't for me, so I came straight back and got the hurl back into my hand. <laughs> Sometimes that's why probably clubs are so successful when they just concentrate on one code. I'd say that's why Lockheed is so successful. There is plenty of other clubs out there that are dual clubs and they have plenty of success, but we have focused mainly on hurling and Camogie the last few years and plenty of medals has came in since, so why would you change something that isn't broken? That's it, and do you remember the first time that you picked up a hurl? It was my mother and father, obviously big hurling and camogie lovers, had me at the pitch straight away. They took a lot of underage teams when I was younger. I think my sister was heading to under six training and I was there, I think I was maybe four at the time and mommy and daddy had me at the pitch with a hurl tapping around with them. So that was me introduced very early. And tell me a little bit about the, the team as a whole and the girls, what it's like, the, the crack with all of you. Uh, the girls are a great bunch, actually. Um, I'm glad to be in a team with such powerful girls now. They've been, a lot of them have been my role models the whole way up through underage Camogie. I used to look up to the likes of Lucia McNaughton, Shauna Devlin, Maeve Conley. Um, they're a great bunch now. Uh, plenty of jokers within the team as well, but they're dedicated when it needs to be. Like when it needs to be. Roshi, nine championships now in a row in Antrim, so the club has been so successful. Can you remember when you first came onto the, the team and winning your first championship? So I have six championship medals now um, in a row with the senior Camogie team. Uh, my first senior championship was against Ballycastle and came on in the last 10 minutes and scored a point. Um, and then that was me blood into the team from then on in and then came on in that next Ulster final against Slacknail to score a goal that equalised the game but Slacknail ran away with it in the end. Oh, Slacknail, yeah, they have been a big rival of yours in Ulster. And finally, this year, you got over the line against them? I know. It was a long time coming, so it was. Um, we've been waiting a while on that one, but Slack Nealon became more of a mental block than a physical block the last few years. And this year, we went in with a new mindset. Um, 
just thinking we don't have anything to lose and finally got over the line against them there. And when you lose to a team for seven years in a row, you know, as you said, there must be a mental block and you probably think to yourself, like, we're never going to do it, I just, I just want to give up. We definitely hit that wall um, last January. We had ended up playing the COVID Ulster final and the 2021 Ulster final within a few weeks um, and we'd end up losing both of them finals. Now we drew with them in Ballymena and then the game went to replay in Glen and end up, they ended up running away with it and then the same happened um, in the final in January and after January I think everybody was ready to just give up and pack it in. Uh, we had all lost hope at that stage but then fresh new management come in and give a brand new perspective and the girls were like we have nothing to lose now we may as well go for it see how far we can go and we ended up getting over the line with that extra bit of careless, carelessness we had this year um, I believe and finally got over the line and we went really good in the All-Ireland series. And tell me what it was like I suppose when that final whistle went when you knew you'd finally got over Schlockneil. It took a while to sink in I must say um, but it was just a sense of achievement finally after so many years but also relief of finally getting over that line against Slaffnaden and being able to go on into the All-Ireland series. I think for myself as well it was a big achievement because it was finally my first Ulster medal after having so many Antrim medals in a row. Um, So yeah, it was a big achievement for myself but also the club. And what were the celebrations like after you won that Ulster title? Obviously it's a massive achievement but at the same time you're thinking right, we're through to an All-Ireland semi-final here. I'm not going to lie, we definitely came home and we made the most of the celebrations for one or two days, um, but that Thursday of the week we went straight back into training knowing that we had a job to do and we could go further into this competition, so we had to make the most of it while we were in it. Next up, it was the All-Ireland semi-final against Roman Inch of Tipperary. 3-6 to 2-6 in the end, Rasheen, so you got over the line by a goal? Yes, got over that All-Ireland semi-final. Um, thought in tough conditions now um, I don't know if you had seen the pitch or not that day there was plenty of snow and we had the, we ended up changing the hurling ball to a yellow ball um, just because we kept losing it in the first half um, but finally got over the line now um, it was a tough game um, but winning by a goal it was just a huge relief at the end Similar conditions to what we're out in today then and it is difficult when it comes to an All-Ireland semi-final and then you're not only battling, you know, going out against a, a brilliant team, but also the conditions as well that can play a part. Oh, definitely. Um, we knew Drummond Lynch had that extra bit of experience, so we knew that we had to come in with all guns blazing from the Ulster final. I think after our performance in the Ulster final, it gave us a massive boost, knowing that uh, we were able to do the job and how good we could actually perform. So we were just bringing that in to that day now against Drummond Lynch. Um, Obviously the conditions um, made us worry a wee bit before the game and we were told before the game that they didn't know if it was going to go ahead or not because the pitch was a wee bit frozen but thankfully it went ahead and we were able to perform on the day and we got over Drummond Lynch to get into the All-Ireland Final. And all preparations then went into the All-Ireland Final, Lockheed Shamrocks were going to Crow yeah, Park. Yes, so that was a massive relief now. Um, I don't think that All-Ireland Final will ever sink in um, on the day, on the weeks up to it in the training sessions. I don't think anybody realised how far on we got in the championship. Coming up against Sarsfields of Galway, you would probably knew a lot about them going into the game. They were looking to go back-to-back All-Ireland titles, so a team that had a lot of experience playing in All-Ireland finals in Crow Park. Yeah, we knew coming into that final that Sarsfields did have that extra bit of experience on us, but um, knowing that the likes of Slachnil 
um, has beat them before. We just we told ourselves that we were capable of getting over the line with them. Now, um, I would know a lot of the girls on the Sarsfield teams, the likes of Siobhan McGrath and Neve McGrath and that. Um, we knew that we definitely had a massive challenge ahead of us, but that we just needed to bring the best performance we could that year. And you went in 1-6 apiece at halftime? Yeah, and we knew once we, we arrived into the change rooms um, that we had done a good job in that first half. Now, um, Sarsfields went up four in that half and we, we ended up being able to crawl it back and went in. Now, we were expecting a wee bit of a bollocksing because it took us so long to get in to the first half, but thankfully there was a lot of positives come out of that and we just knew that we were right in the middle of the game and we were well capable of getting ahead. Can you remember the buzz and what it was like in the changing room? At that halftime? Everybody was just buzzing about how we brought it back and how we were starting to come in the game. And we just knew if we kept that standard of Camogie up in the second half that we were well capable of winning the All-Ireland Final. And you were on the freeze as usual. You got eight points in the All-Ireland Final and, and some of the free-taking, Roisin, was just exceptional. You know, you were taking freeze from really tough angles in Crow Park, from the midfield area, 60 yards out, and you didn't miss any. Um, I knew when I was going on to them that... There was a lot expected of me because um, there's a lot of pressure. You're obviously in Croke Park. It's an All-Ireland final. You need to be on the scoreboard. You need to be get, taking as many chances as you get. But thankfully, all of them were going over and I was able to keep us in the game. Yeah, I spoke to you directly after the game. I asked for you to come in to, to do an interview. You know, we can request players and I really wanted to speak to you just after your performance. And you came in and just before we started the interview, you just broke into tears and said, oh, I, I can't believe after getting over Schlock Neil, we didn't do it, we didn't go the whole way. Yeah, I think you gave me a hug as well when yeah. I was crying <laughs> to you, so I apologise for that. Oh no. <laughs> you like... got me at a very bad time, but um, oh, yeah, like, just seeing the hurdle that we got over with Schlock Neil, we just knew that, or, well, we, we believed that we were able to win the All-Ireland Final, and it was heartbreaking on the day, um, but... Hopefully in the next few years it's coming. Is it something that you spoke about or even mentioned? We want to get back here, we want to be back in an All-Ireland Club final? Oh yes, that was definitely the chat before, during and after the game. I think we'll always be striving to be back there because we know that we are capable of being there. Okay, so... This is our changing rooms at Lockheed Shamrocks, Father Healy Park. Um, if we just head up the stairs here to the main area, um, there's plenty of memories, I must say, in here between teen discos, hurling championship celebrations and our very own camogie celebrations. It's lovely, yeah. Really, really nice. And as you're walking in, you see that there's plenty of other successful teams up on the walls. Yes, as you can see, there's many pictures of great teams that have came through. Um, three very, very obvious teams are the two All-Ireland Hurling winning finals, finalists and my very own under-14 All-Ireland Fila winning team. And that was in 2014? Yes. And how many of those girls are playing today or played on that All-Ireland team? There's roughly seven were on my under-14 panel that were on the senior panel within the last few years. Um, Amy Boyle um, being the captain of the first under-14 All-Ireland Winfield team. She was actually the joint captain this year with Lucia McNaughton. Um, Megan McGarry was on the panel this year. Mary McKellum, centre-half forward this year. Myself on the team and plenty of other girls that were 
either on the panel or have been on the panel the last few years. And how special is that to have won Failas together, to have stayed together the whole way up and then to you know, be Grace and Grove Park in an All-Ireland final together? It's great knowing that we've experienced that all together. Um, we're a close-knit group now, I must say. Um, we still have our very own group chat and we continue to have wee tea dates um, all together. So we're always in it together and we've had success together and we've went through the losses together. So we're a great group now and I'm glad to say I've grown up and played alongside them all my Camogie career. It feels like Camogie has had a massive impact on you as a person. Definitely. Um, so much comes with Camogie now. Um, like I know it's there's a lot on the physical side, but it takes a toll mentally and just having them girls always there for support, like the friendships you make through it. So it's just, it's a great sport to be involved in. Would Lockheed Shamrocks be a close-knit club? We'd be a very close club now. It's a small village, so we've all grown up together. We've been in the same primary schools, the same secondary schools. Yeah, it seems like a, a very small village how many people live here? Do you even know maybe the estimate of population that live here? It seems quite small. <laughs> I would say there's roughly around 2,000 people, if even. Wow. So it's a, very small, it's a very small club, very small village. Like Everybody knows everybody. So it's so important to keep all of you together, like to keep all the girls playing, because it's not as if you can go out and just, you know pick more players that there's not that many more so everybody yeah. has to stay we, together yeah we don't have it as easy as the likes of like towns such as Ballycastle and all like we don't have like our pick mm. so but thankfully when you're brought into Loch Gill um, you're brought in with a hurl and you're training your whole life you play Camogie your whole life so we've blooded plenty of players through great players up through the years and thankfully come into the senior team and create a great bond within us. Seems like uh, we're definitely in the sticks here in Loch Gale. Does everybody stay here or do they move away for, for college and the likes? I know yourself, you're, you're in Dublin for college. Normally, most college ones around here would go to Belfast, um, a few to Liverpool and Edinburgh likes that. And then I think I'm the only one at the minute that's down in Dublin um, or in the south in general. Um, so it, I'd say not many people leave Loch Gale now. Uh, everybody loves it too much. <laughs> And what's that like for you then, obviously being down in Dublin and having to get back up for the trainings, it must be difficult? It was very tough, um, it still is tough but I feel the first year I went down I did find it very hard, even just being away from my friends, like obviously I grew up with them for so many years, was so used to being with them every single day of my life in school and at training and just moving to Dublin really changed, like turned my life upside down, never seeing them. Um, so then I made the most of the weekends that I did come up to see them and make the most of everything but it has been tough but it's slowly getting easier um, the travel never gets easier though that three hour journey on your own it feels like the longest journey ever three hours that's yeah quite the trip obviously one way three hours back as well so yeah it's, it's tough going do you get like help with expenses that sort of thing or how do you work all that out because that can't be easy you're only 21 years of age well, I did have a part-time job there for a while in Dublin and it was thankfully helping me through financial issues coming up and down the road because, as you know, like the price of diesel these yeah. days is quite expensive. <laughs> Big time. But, um, but coming up to the All-Ireland run there, I actually had, uh, packed in the job because I wanted to be up here for training. So I was trying to do uni as much as possible online and was up here quite a lot just so I could be there like among the girls at all. I felt like I was missing out a lot when I was down in Dublin. It's not fun doing training on your own. No. So um, I made the most of it when I was up here and 
thankfully won the Ulster in the semi and got through to the final now. So being up definitely did pay off. There's a lot of sacrifice that comes with playing Camogie, I suppose, at this level for your club and then also playing for Antrim. I'm sure over the years you've missed out on quite a lot. Yeah, I've missed out quite a lot the last few years, I suppose. County and club, we're playing at the top level, so you are expected, but you also want to be there all of the time. I've sacrificed many nights out and I suppose holidays as well for just the love of the game and just always wanting to be there and be involved and have success through the sport. So, But in the end, the sacrifice is always worth it. Roisin, we're here in Lockheel Village. It's quite small, there's not much going on. Oh no, it's a very small village, but a lot does come out of it. And the full forward line in that Antrim team, they would all be from Lucky Old Shamrocks? Yes, that uh, full forward line consisted of me, Christine Labrie and Katrine Dobbin. Having so many girls come from the Lucky Hill team into the Antrim team, it says a lot about the club and the grassroots and the managers that you have in there. Yes, we were all brought up um, through the club with great managers. Um, I must say, we credit note to Doc McFadden and Johnny Campbell um, who were involved with our senior camogiers this year both of them have an All-Ireland Senior Hurling medal under the belt, Johnny Campbell being the captain of that team and Doc McFadden being a key midfielder um, of that year with two great performances put in by Crook Park so. Wow, and like you seeing that and the girls knowing that they went on to achieve that that sort of drives you as well to know it's possible Seeing them, being able to go on and win an All-Ireland with the club was great and they made us, they give us the belief and the determination that we could go on and get to that level and play at that level and hopefully win at that level. Like playing with Antrim, was that always the goal? You know, growing up you wanted to play for your county? Well, every age group since under 12 I've actually played for county and um, never really had a break from it. But I always did love coming up because we did have quite a lot of success under 16 at minor um, with the county teams. But... When I was coming up from minor, the senior camogie team for Antrim was actually at a low, probably their lowest point ever. Um, we were struggling for numbers, there was no commitment, there wasn't really management were in and out. But the introduction of Elaine Dowds, Shane Elliott, um, Joe Passmore, Brian Kearney, um, them being introduced into the, into the system really changed everything around and... Now we have two All-Ireland medals. It's great to see over the last number of years the growth in Antrim within Camogie and Hurling. You know, you're competing now at senior level with the, the Antrim Camogie team and you've won two All-Irelands, the junior and the intermediate. Do you feel that growth within the team? Yes, the growth's definitely coming within Antrim and um, I'd say the whole county loves to see it now. Within the Hurling, Camogie and Gaelic football, Antrim, Antrim GA is on the rise. Um, I suppose the new introduction of sponsorship and management within the Antrim setup has definitely made the difference within the Antrim Intermediates and Antrim Junior teams in the All-Ireland uh, winning series. So I think they had the biggest influence within our success in the county and hopefully that continues within the next few years. What does Hurling and Camogie mean to the people of Loch Gale? It means everything. Um, every child, every adult in Loch Gale are walking around with a hurl in their hands. They're always down at the pitch. It's the heart and soul of Loch Gale. So when you grow, grew up here, it was that was all you ever did? Training in the evening, school in the morning, training in the evening, school in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> We're standing here in the middle of Loch Eel. You'd blink and you'd miss it. <laughs> yes, it is quite a small village. There's one road in of it and one road out of it. But uh, we're standing here at the top of the Loch Road, right in front of the chapel, in our very own shop and uh, the famous pound. There's been plenty of celebrations held in there, I must say. 
So the pound is the, the one pub here in the village. Uh, there's a pub, the Glen Bar, it's more so in the countryside, but in Lockgill, the pound is the main pub, yes. So this is where you would go after any of the victories? Every single victory <laughs> has been celebrated in the pound many a times. And there's so many young boys and girls within the club that really look up to you now as, you know, a, a club hero. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm just glad to see that the young ones are looking up towards myself and my teammates, like the likes of Lucia McNaughton and Maeve Conley, Sean Devon, Amy Boyle, they've all been as, as successful as me and they're, they all love the game as much as I do and put in the same amount of work and determination. So seeing the young ones look up to us really does mean a lot and we're very grateful for it to have that support system behind us within the club and the county. So. And it'd be amazing to see those young players coming up and going on to achieve what you've achieved to play in Crow Park with the club. Well, hopefully in the next few years, plenty of success comes within their reins anyways. Um, I'd, just, I'd love to see the underage um, achieving and hopefully they'll bring it up through into the senior ranks in the next few years.